built with wisdom and not just sweat and blood and timber. Here in this house, I've shared in building it, but I didn't lift a finger. And I've seen the gospel spoken through the words my brothers live and in the angels who have come to Luke, help me take this mask off. But you'll die. Nothing can stop that now. Just for once, let me look on you with my own eyes. Hello and welcome to another episode of Here in This House. I am your host, David Allen, and that voice you just heard was the voice of Darth Vader. And he even knows that he needs to take the mask off his face. He's going to die one day anyway. And that mask has lied to him all his life. I'd really rather not talk about the mask. I'm done with the mask. We just got through Easter weekend, Resurrection Sunday, and that by far is more important than anything the mask could be doing. But I feel the need to talk about the mask because it's still an issue and it became an issue in um, in our lives, my wife and I this week, especially my wife, because she was the one who had to travel. So here's the story. When they tell you that the mask is for your safety and they're concerned about your safety, um, you need to really take a second thought because the fact of the matter is we went through a spike here through January, February, where there were like 300,000 new cases per seven days. I was looking at the chart. Um, and if I best remember, the mask mandate was in full force for that, and we spiked. And then we came down, and the mask mandate, they're doubling down on the mask mandate mandate. Biden wants to extend it because he cares about your health? Not. It's because there's trillions of dollars. I mean, we're not talking billions anymore here. We're talking trillions as if we have that kind of money. And as if they cared that we could ever uh, pay that money back? It's all about a big paycheck. That's what it's always about with the left and with Biden. And he's proven himself to be quite left. Uh, he's proven himself to be a suit in the Oval Office with a pin that's going to sign carte blanche, whatever the left wants. And um, so at any rate, here's what happened. My beautiful bride took a trip to California well, three weeks ago now. And um, she struggles with the mask being over 
her face. She has not been able to wear that mask. She gets an anxiety attack, and I've seen it, and it's it's heavy duty, and it's real, and it's not something that she's, I mean, it's just something that comes and there's a lot more to it than that. All I've got to say is, it is a real issue. It's as real as COVID is um, when people catch it. So, she wanted to go out and visit our daughter who was at uh, school in California. And the last time she drove, and that was, you know, that's an extra five days at least. And, um, and she said, I'd really like to fly, but I'm a really concerned about the mask. So she did all her work, all her homework and all her research and called the airlines and called TSA. And they all said, get a letter from your doctor, get a letter from your therapist stating that, you know, because of health reasons, you're not able to wear the mask. So she did this. So we come to the day she's gonna fly. And um, I dropped her off at Rochester uh, Airport in Minnesota. And uh, I just said, let me know quick if there's any issues, because I can come back and get you. And uh, I got a text from her, thumbs up, everything was fine. She, you know, they, they got it worked out. Wonderful. And I was just so thankful. Then a couple hours went by and I get a phone call. And it's my wife in tears. And she's on the next leg of her flight in um, Minneapolis. Well, she gets off the little plane in Minneapolis, gets onto the bigger plane where she said at the most there might have been 20 people on this entire like 737. And not only that, they were, even at that, they were uh, spacing people out um, to every other row they put people in them. In other words, you didn't have anybody in front of you or behind you or beside you. So the flight attendant came up and said, you got to wear the mask. And she said, no, here, I've got my letters. I, I've got an issue with the mask. No, you have to wear the mask. So... That she said, we're going to have to, you're going to have to talk to the doctor, what do they call the doctor on duty, their doctor at the airport. So they pull her off the plane. Now she's missed her, that flight. She's already going to be late out to California, which means we have to make a bunch of different arranges, arrangements because rental car and getting in late and where she's going to stay. And um, so they pull her off and this doctor never came and looked at her talked to her on the phone, said, what's your condition? She told them, said, nope, you got to wear the mask. So the, her only other option to, to get past, because now she's in Minneapolis. I mean, she's going to fly unless somebody stops and comes and picks her up. So after she kind of settled down and said, well, I'll just take, um, take something, um, I forget, whatever, um, medicine it is that calms you down. I can't think of the name of it. She said, I'll take half a dose and um, and I'll, I'll just give it a try. And so she did that. And, you know, God bless her. She made it. She made the flight. But here they're telling me that they care about our health and they only care about COVID. 
That's really what it comes down to. Because even during COVID, you couldn't go to any elective surgeries. Um, could be a heart valve. Well, if you can go longer, you know what? We're, we're gonna wait on that heart valve because you, you can go longer. Or, or you're in any kind of physical pain, you need a hip replacement, you need, you know, whatever it was. And I experienced this myself, I was going through chemotherapy. Well, fortunately, they didn't shut down chemotherapy. All right, so I was able to get my chemotherapy during COVID. But, you know, anything short of that, something that is, is you know, essential, what they call essential. And I guess if you're in pain for six, eight, ten months, needing a hip replacement, or you can't work because you're needing some kind of simple heart surgery, because somebody might catch COVID and somebody might die. And and knowing that who those people are that are at risk of that, that doesn't matter. We have to punish everybody instead of punish instead of sheltering the weak. During COVID, I was the weak. I was the one that they said you need to be careful. They told me that before COVID. In fact, I started um, treatment at the end of February 2020. And the doctor told me, you're going to want to wear a mask when you're out in public because you're on chemotherapy. Before the mask was even mentioned about COVID, before that was when Nancy Pelosi was telling everybody to come to Chinatown, everything's cool. So this whole mask mandate is has nothing to do with your health and your safety. It has to do with crooks in Washington that are, they're getting a ton of money on the COVID bill, which there's more pork in that than there is in the entire state of Iowa. But here's the truth about the mask. They don't care about your health. And it, it proved it, my wife's trip out to California. You know what the doctor told her? Oh, this is the best part. It says, orders from the White House. I mean, that sounds like orders from the Kremlin or what else from the Kremlin. I mean, that, that was his exact words. Orders from the White House. So Joe, Sleepy Joe, uh, and Nancy and Schumer and, and the rest, I mean, they've they've done a I, you know I gotta hand it to them they've done a heck of a job they have they have squeezed more out of this virus than I mean you could get out of a turnip uh, they they made it look like you know, they juiced a tomato not a turnip I mean they've gotten a lot of juice out of this thing and they're gonna try and continue and. <laughs> And usually, they'll do this, because they usually do. They always do, really. I mean, they'll, they'll implode. They'll overdo it. They'll take it to the limit. And come midterms, um, and I, I hear a lot of people saying, well, the elections will never be the same again. I don't think so, especially midterms. That's, that's not uh, a presidential election. That's 
individual states. That's in House seats and Senate seats. And, um, yeah, it's a little harder. They might control one or two, but they're not going to get them all. And I think people can see through the facade and see through uh, the money grab. And if you just look uh, at the bills of what they're actually, uh, the amount of money that, that people are actually getting versus how much money is going into all kinds of crazy projects that they have going. Um, people understand that that these, these people are there for the money, the power, and um, they want to make us dependent on them. And so the mask, my wife, and we, while she was out there, I called Delta and I went as high as I could go and they, they basically told me it's government regulations, there's nothing they can do, it's out of their hands. Even though pre-flight, Elise checked to see what she needed to do and did exactly what they asked. So going back, she tried to see the doctor again. The doctor rejected it. I mean, I guess, you know, if um, what they would consider, you know, anxiety attack would be considered a, a mental health issue uh, or, you know, depression or whatever it might be, nothing, nothing is more important than COVID. And that's the way it's been. And it's because there's a huge, a ridiculous price tag attached to it that uh, our kids won't finish paying off and uh, their kids won't be paying off. But Joe and company, they don't care. I mean, this is a dream for them. This is a dream. And, um, so I, I hope people are getting this. I hope people are seeing, you know, because I'm still going around and people are acting. I, I looked at cases the other day and they were down to, in California, the seven-day average was 1,900 cases per day. State of what? 42 million people? 51 people died. You know how many people died of cancer last year? 660,000. Yet, you got to wear this mask, but you can eat all the, they'll, they'll feed you all the GMO food they can get their hands on. And, you know, they'll spray all your food with all these chemicals that they know will cause cancer. But uh, you better wear that mask because you're a danger and a threat to society. Next one up. And I'll put a video of this on my uh, Facebook page here in this house on Facebook. Just look up here in this house and you can see it. A friend of mine, uh, Ben, um, one of his pastor's son took a video. And uh, I believe he landed in Oakland. And uh, somebody punched him in the face because his mask was hanging down below his nose. And this kid, I think 17, 18 years old, very calmly said, you know what? He just told the guy, you better stop. And the guy did. The guy knew better because this kid could have knocked him out, but he didn't. I mean, he was very calm and collected and just said, you know what? Oh, and the guy said, Trump ain't here to help you now. 
was like, well, what does Trump have to do with the mask? It's like, what, you would just assume because I put the mask over my nose that I'm a right-wing, you know, <laughs> uh, Trump terrorist, whatever they're calling us these days. Good golly. They got a, good, a whole bunch of good names for us, but the guy just assumed that. And uh, anyway, so this kid, they come on. He says, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wear the mask. And the stewardess is telling him, well, you know, then you're gonna have to talk to, I guess, the airport security. And, um, and in the meantime, people are gathered around him. You'll see it on the video. And like, just put the mask on, just put the mask on. Just like sheep, just get on the train. Everybody's getting on the train. Why aren't you getting on the train? It's the same thing, people. They are, are our rights are being, and, and people say, what do you mean your rights? It's just a mask. Is it? Tell me where the scientific proof, conclusive scientific proof that says the mask will lower the number of cases of COVID. If it was true, we would have never had a spike in January and February. And it's going down right now and half the states are pulling their mask mandates. But there's still people that are afraid. And hey, you know what? Here's the deal. This is America. We've done our COVID thing. I'm, I'm technically still compromised. And heaven help me if I say you can't live your life because I might catch COVID and die. What kind of a selfish individual am I to say that? I will take care of myself. That's what the Constitution protects me from. That's my responsibility. And I don't need Joe or Kamala or Nancy or any of those buffoons up in Washington to tell me what's good and what's going to keep me safe and protect me from myself. And I really struggle with so many, I know a lot of smart people, doctors and everything, and they, they bought into the idea that the mask somehow is uh, the magic uh, solution to the COVID problem. And if you have any other health issue, it is subservient to COVID. COVID is the number one issue and, and, and it takes precedent overall. And, and so if you have any kind of other issue besides COVID, uh, or if you're not trying to protect everybody from COVID, then you, you're, you're giving up your rights. You, you're not able to fly in that plane, even though the doctor says you're safe to fly, you just can't wear the mask. Oh no, oh no, our doctor says different, why? Because the airlines are gonna get a ton of money out of COVID, I mean, Come on now. They got to keep this going for as long as they can. They, they've fallen behind. And realistically, when they shut the country down, yeah, the airlines took a hit. The entertainment industry took a huge hit. Restaurants. All the businesses are closed down. Do you think that COVID bill has anything in there to help the little guy? I know a lot of the little guys. I know some of them that closed down. They're not there anymore. I mean, who's going to come and... and and pull them out. And this is just typical big Washington government. And I'm sorry, if you voted for Joe Biden, man, this is what you voted for. 
You voted for buffoonism. You voted and you were worried about Trump's tweets, mean Mr. Trump, who uh, built this economy into something so strong that it's helped survive COVID, even after shutting the country down. Um, and Sleepy Joe's going to get a boost from, you know, the mandates being dropped. Now we have the the um, vaccine, and so it's going to go away. I mean, everybody laughed at Trump when he said it'll, one day it'll go away. Well, guess what? One day it will go away. And if you are in that high-risk group, it's pretty much you've got access to that vaccine. All right, now, I mean, we wanted to protect people, and I had no, I mean, I, I wear my mask. If someone asked me to wear the mask because it makes them feel safer, you know what? I don't have to agree with it, but I respect the person. If they're having some kind of a issue with it, I'll wear the mask. But then there's people like my wife they're not able to wear the mask. And guess what? They've been to the doctor. They're not contagious. They don't have COVID. They're, they're, they're you know, 50 feet away from you on a plane that has a, a filter system that um, kills all the germs. I mean, the planes actually are one of the safer places you can be because they have the, I'm trying to think of the hyperallergenic or whatever um, filter systems that they have. And, and so now, if you are in a high-risk group, it's your responsibility. And, and I know people love to bring up, well, yeah, I knew a guy who was in his 30s and he was perfectly healthy and he died of COVID. And I'm like, you know what? There's always going to be that. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry for that. I just wish somebody would mention how many times they may have spread the flu back in 1990-whatever, and it got into, through them, through their contact with someone else, got into a nursing home, and how many people might have died then and you never heard a word about it. But now, now you're a horrible person because you want to live your life. You know, we did it. We did it for far longer, paid a very high price for it and, and, and never to you know downplay the seriousness of those who were ill I know I know of people who are still uh, who have long-term effects from COVID I mean I know it's real nobody nobody has ever argued that I know of any reasonable person will never argue that it's real it's the response to it that's what's unreal and it has been from the beginning. And now, because they can squeeze more money out of it, they're gonna keep this thing going as long. Biden wants to keep the mask mandate gets on there. It's patriotic and American. What the heck does he know about patriotic and American? I'm sorry, that guy, when you kill, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of babies every year, and you support that, don't talk to me about patriotic and American. I mean, somebody that's out working hard and trying to feed their family, and uh, and you're telling them they're not patriotic and American because they're not willing to give their lives up instead of the person that might be compromised. And we know most of who they are, not everybody, but you know, I drive a, I drive a diesel truck. 
anytime right now, something could happen, and there's there's always a high risk. I mean, I drive uh, 10,000 miles plus a month. Things can happen in 10,000 miles when you're hauling 70, 80,000 pounds around. All right, so COVID isn't the only risk I'm worried about. In fact, COVID's the last thing on my mind. Now they're trying to say that there's all these variances and stuff, or that you can catch it again. Uh, go look it up. Last time I checked, I think there was, like you could count on one hand how many cases of uh, people who had gotten COVID twice or who had gotten the vaccine and caught COVID and had any serious effects from it. So, you know, the whole scare tactic is, is it's done, it's worn out. But this crisis has been one of the most profitable crises in American history, and the left has just exploited it to the point of, you know, how many trillions? You know, we used to talk in billions, and that was insane because we didn't have that. Trillions. I mean, the absurd amount of money that that is, and they're throwing it out, and it's going to get forgotten about and spent on projects that, uh, who knows? And, and they're acting like, you know, they love it. They love it. This is what big government thrives on. So anyway, that's what I got to say about the mass today. I'm like so many people. I'm completely up to my earlobes with the mask. If you are afraid, get the vaccine. If you can't get it today, within the next month, I've already got it offered to me. And, you know, in the next month or two, everybody will have an opportunity to get it if they really, really want it. All right, so if you're afraid, get the vaccine. Protect yourself. I support you in that. If you're compromised, and you think, yeah, I really don't want to catch COVID. I might, it could do some damage. Maybe even kill me. Although it's a lower percentage of that, you know, about the same as the average flu now. But okay, you're still afraid of it. You're still concerned about it. You know, you're compromised. Get the vaccine and let the people live their lives because you're only playing into their hand a big government, big control. And if you don't think they're not trying to take your rights, just go read uh, the Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx. Go read any socialist, communist uh, rule book 101. And you gotta have a crisis. You gotta pit the people against each other. The rich are the enemy, power to the people, and they, they take what is in theory good and they pervert it to take power and control. And then once they've got it, yeah, I mean, if you help them get there, you're nothing to them. Just look at history books. I'm not even going to just do a search on Lenin on Stalin, on Hitler, on Mao, on Chavez, Hugo Chavez, and the 
what's his face down there now in Venezuela president escapes me all of them Castro look how they take power who's the fool they will take everything you give them and it, freedom is always has to be defended because there's our all it is the sin fallen broken depraved nature of man always that will try and take power over another man and, and I another thing gets me so ah, I don't know even what to say about it when I hear people in Christian leadership and, and they talk about you know that there shouldn't be any government and Christ only is king well yeah of course that go read go read about where freedom started the Magna Carta Oliver Cromwell and uh, all these great men back through the Reformation and and, and, and and leading up to our American Revolution and the Puritans and, and, and all these people. You know, in the schools, they're trying to erase the history, trying to make these people the enemy because they were, you know, they had flaws. No kidding. They have flaws. What? You think the people today don't have flaws? The... the Kamala Harris's and the people in Congress and all them, you're depending on them to save you? <laughs> to help, you know, help you uh, help protect your freedoms? Man. I, I don't know. It, it, I don't think, I don't know who listens to this podcast. I really don't. But you know, I hope I, if you do and you believe those things, I, I hope not. But if you do, I've got a bridge uh, over in the Bay Area. Heck, I got five bridges. I'll give you. I'll give you a, a group deal on those, man. I'll sell them. You know, five of them, and uh, I'll give you a really good deal on those bridges. So yeah, I'm going off today kind of yeah I got a lot of vent every now and then and I didn't want to go this long on the mask but I did um, and I'll be short on this next one and, and it's just another stab at freedom and it's still connected to COVID and um, it has to do with what happened during the election uh, <laughs> And, of course, if you listen to mainstream media, you can't even mention that the election, there, that there might have been election fraud. You and your baseless claims of election fraud, even though it was so widespread, even though in the state of Pennsylvania, it, it's in their constitution that the governor cannot come in and change a law during the election to extend uh, votes, uh, the time to vote, and uh, mail-in voting, and Anthony Scalia told him to keep those votes, those ballots separate 
when he did that, and they didn't. But that's base. That's a baseless claim. See why? Because we say it is. And you know what? If if we can just sh- and and in order to do that, we had to shut the president down. We had to. He's talking too much about those baseless claims. And then he sent all those crazy Trump supporters into the Capitol. Terrorists they are. And, you know, went up there and a guy in horns and a buffalo pelt ransacked the Capitol. It's it's absurd. And I don't, I, nobody, you know, justifies that in any way. But it was a breach of the Capitol. An insurrection? What did they do? Who had a gun? And the only person that got shot was, and it's sad, is the girl that that went through that window and they ordered her, they told her, don't come in here, we'll shoot. And it was, and that was, um, that wasn't Capitol Police, that was, um, I believe it was Secret Service or they were protecting the senators directly. It must have been Secret Service. I'm trying to remember exactly. It's been a while. But at any rate. And then they say five people died. Well, yeah. One was shot. One was hit in the head with a um, fire extinguisher. A police officer, I believe it was. And three others had medical, had heart attacks. uh, For various reasons. And they're making it sound like it was a shootout at the Capitol and like, you know, these people were going in there and and apparently some people yelled, you know, where's Nancy and where's, uh, well, they even wanted to get Pence. But all I'm saying is, if that was an insurrection, that was pathetic. And then you go put up, you call in uh, how many National Guard troops for the inauguration and uh, put a fence around the Capitol and you keep it going because you got to keep it going. You got to keep the narrative going. And then uh, come to find out the the guy that rammed the car into the cops um, last week. Oh, he's Muslim. Mm. I thought he was a Trump terrorist. No. Found out his background. You haven't heard much on that because they don't want you to know these details. It doesn't support their narrative, and therefore, it doesn't exist. So here I go. I'm really going off on rants today, and I apologize. But it just, it, it is the height of foolishness, the kind of things that people are buying into over the, the mainstream media. And, and they just, I mean, they take it as truth. Trump is racist. Of course he's racist. Well, what did he do to be racist? Well, at Charlottesville, you know, he said there were some good people there. And guess what? (laughs) He was right. There were good people there. There were some good people there. And in the next sentence, which they cut off, which you never hear unless you go look it up, he said, I'm not talking about the KKK and white supremacists and those kinds. They should be condemned. I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but he was very clear. He didn't mean those people. What he meant were there were honest people there that felt like preserving the statues of the Confederacy were part of our history and we shouldn't tear them down. 
that's what he meant. I mean, a liberal can't, con, you know, can't can't process that through their brain because that would be thinking. I, I was going to say thinking outside the box, but you got to think first to think outside the box, and it, it's not, you know, it's not the part of the narrative that's being. Uh, perpetuated so yeah no it has to be he has to be racist in order for us to accomplish what we need to accomplish Donald Trump has to be racist so he is at least that's what the mainstream media and all the left and all the crazies out there uh, want us to believe and hey I mean I know there are crazies on the right too. I mean, there, there's extreme. Extreme is extreme. The problem we're having today is that, um, and I see it. I mean, I could be wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. But I, I see it more on the left that people in the middle are getting pulled to the extreme left, and they're not even asking any questions about it. And I think the people on the right are just saying, you know what? We want our freedoms, and and you're and you're trying to take them. And we don't want more government. We want less government. And you're trying to make it bigger. And we are not evil for that. I mean, that's that—that that is the core of our our uh, democ or not our, our republic. That is the core of who we are as America. We're they're always the whole ideal is minimal government, and that your rights come from God and not from government. And they don't like that because they can't control. They want, they want your rights to come from them. And too many people are just complicit with that because they don't want to work that hard. I don't blame them. I mean, it is work. I don't do really anything. I do this podcast and I listen to uh, people who I think I listen to all sides. I listen to the left and the right, and um, and they both have their flaws, but. You know what? I think if you ask, if you knew the truth of where America really is, we're not, most people would not say we're a racist nation. Most people would not make all these claims that the left is making about how horrible America is. You want to talk about horrible, take America out. We would have never, you you wouldn't even got close to where you are right now. We'd still be halfway in the Stone Age. Because freedom begats uh, enterprise and, uh, and commerce and science advances and uh, technology advances. And people are free to use their God-given skills... Um, to advance themselves and, and and those around them, and uh, these leaders who want more government and this and that are, are are hiding under the guise of freedom and democracy, just like Joe, it's patriotic to wear the mask. Okay, whatever, Joe. Um, and they use that to people who don't understand. Uh, what our country actually stands for. And they think it's all about the stuff and, you know, the government's going to do stuff for us. 
No, it's not for the government to do stuff for you. It's for you to do stuff for you. For you to have the freedom to do what you can do. And, and yeah, there's going to be... There's a ton of problems along the way. But, you know, because man is flawed, you want to take this great constitution and this great nation that is built and we've, and we've learned a lot and you want to say, nope, swipe the slate clean, let's start all over because man is flawed and so therefore this form of government is flawed because man screwed it up. Uh, I'll tell you what, you're not going to get a more pure form of government uh, where people, uh, the founders, and, and even before the United States, um, leading up to the revolution, um, you're not going to find people that were more devoted to the truths of God and, and, and seeking wisdom from God in how to govern the affairs of men. I mean, good luck. Go find me, anybody, find me somewhere else where where, where you can do, do one better than our American Constitution. And I'll sign up. I'll sign up in a heartbeat. But the reason I sign up for the American Constitution is because you won't find it. In fact, if it, all you'll find is tyranny and China and Venezuela and uh, North Korea and should I go on? All these countries. They, and any free country in the world today has benefited from the, from the freedoms that were birthed um, in the American form of government. Ha, said I would be, wouldn't be long on this and here I go. I guess this is just going to be one of those podcasts. But we're talking about um, getting back to the election. There was fraud. It was clearly fraud. If you don't believe that, okay, fine. But it's clear that they want to preserve, and they being uh, the left, I mean the Stacey Abrams in Georgia, because I'm getting to the vote in Georgia, this, uh, the state um, of Georgia passed a law that you had to have voter ID. And the Stacey Abrams said that it, it's Jim Crow in a suit. Okay, that's just the beginning of it. They all throw their hands up. Then, and this is where the, uh, the real problem in our country's come, is the, the, the leaders of our government have figured something out. I mean, the... the, the <laughs> Those who would want to bring her down, America, have figured out they can't do it through law. I mean, the people, there's enough people that know enough that you're not going to be able to do that. You'll have an uprising. But political correctness has been, man, that's just been a, uh, that's been a huge win for the left. And, And the woke crowd... And now they don't have to get into government. All they have to do is get into corporate America. And corporate America has the jobs. And 
what's what's happening is you know you got laws protecting you but facebook for perfect example we're a private company or twitter therefore we can we can shut down the president of the united states he won't have a voice to speak to the people well he does he's got the media wait the media won't put him on either and and that's that's the next step and that's where your rights are the right you know freedom of the press is is being violated here because they 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 become the collective and the collective is the mob and the mob rules it's mob rule and they brainwash they've been working on this uh the left the communists whatever you want to call them been working on this for the last hundred years and even more so since the 60s i remember as a kid and in all our lives breaking down society breaking down the family and so many people want to argue against that and they really i mean it, i mean it's as clear as as it's like if you were tracking a deer in the mud that's how clear the tracks would be i mean you could see it and if you can't see it you don't know you don't even know what a deer is so now coca-cola but they're all boycotting Georgia. Uh, Delta Airlines. And get this, the CEO of Delta, and I think now um, United's in on it. Well, they're, they want to boycott Georgia. Well, what's the first thing you got to do to get on a flight? You got to pull out your ID, prove who you are. Yet, they're calling it Jim Crow because you gotta prove who you are as an American to cast your vote. They've actually extended, in that bill, they extended the time to vote, they extended um, uh, early voting Saturdays and Sundays. The only thing they've added to it, and they said it's because of COVID, the mail-in voting, you have to and in the absentee ballots, you have to show an ID. And they're calling that Jim Crow, as if like they're taking uh, slaves out and beating them, or you know, or, or lynch mobs are coming out and standing in front of the the polling places and and not letting people in. I mean, it, it, they make it sound like that. And it's the furthest thing from the truth. It's the truth. It's the biggest lie. It's the reason they won this last time, and they know they need to preserve it. So, you know, as much as Georgia messed up the senators, the Senate race this last time, and went left, Democrat, crazy. That one uh, calls himself a reverend. Beware they're in politics and they call themselves a reverend all i've got to say is beware anyway um they um and, oh and so major league baseball here's another one they're gonna they're gonna cancel you they're moving the all-star game this year was going to be in atlanta and they're moving it to denver now here's the thing 
they they're doing this because you know it, it's a racist thing it's Jim Crow because you got to show your ID to vote well guess how the population of Atlanta is I think 51% African-American somewhere up there it's high it's 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 about half and half and over 30% of the businesses are minority owned so what do you think that did Major League Baseball and your high and mighty million dollar crybabies that yeah, I'm not all of them I'm, I'm going off the hook here but you know what I'm saying they're, they're spoiled a lot of them are just spoiled it's ridiculous the money they make but who's that hurting you're gonna move them out how many millions and millions of dollars is that game gonna bring in I mean I already heard there's like I'd have to double check the numbers so maybe I shouldn't say it but I know it was you know there's thousands and thousands of cancellations in hotels thousands and thousands of jobs are gonna be affected in Atlanta because Major League Baseball is doing the bidding for the communist left. They're doing the job. They're the ones that are, are, are forcing people, you know, to have to make a choice. That's an easy choice for me. I'm done with sports. You know, I love my Raiders. I followed my Raiders. And even with all the nonsense that went on with the kneeling and everything... I still I can't do it any of them now any of the major sports forget it I'm just I'm done with them I'm not going to watch them I'm not going to support them I am completely done with professional sports of any kind because they all at one point or another they're going there gosh I don't know hockey rodeo is the only thing that I'll stay with I'll stay with professional rodeo because they won't you're not going to see them capitulate to the left they're going to do what's right because it's right. And so, all this to say, I'm going on and on here, I know. And I, the next podcast, I'm getting back to talking about the things of God. And But in that, we have to call out evil in this country. And what is happening right now is blanket evil. When you're killing babies, when you are forcing people to wear a mask, even if it's unhealthy for them, you are forcing people to lose everything, their livelihoods, for the sake of a minority that should be responsible for themselves. And I'm not trying to be cold and callous here. All I'm saying is if you know you got high blood pressure, diabetes, and you're overweight, you are at high risk of, 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 of having serious effects of COVID. And you better be careful out there. And if I were you, I'd go get that vaccine today. That's the responsible thing to do. But we all know that it, it wasn't really about that. I mean, COVID was real and we had to fight it. But, but, but the whole mandate, the trillions of dollars that's being spent and all this lockdown stuff, that had nothing to do with the sa your safety. Give me a break. That had everything to do with power. So, I think that's all I'm going to say today. This wasn't the happiest podcast I've ever done. But it needed to be said because we're done with it. 
Um, go, go, go do a search of the CDC. See where the cases, the deaths are, the number of deaths. See if there's any hospitals that over... Sorry, little technical issue there. See if there's any hospitals that are overrun. They're not, I can tell you right now. And, uh, you know, and then, <laughs> I'm not even, I didn't even mention the border. I don't, I don't have to. Just look at it and see what's going on. Just look at what this catastrophe that is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris coming into office. And, and you know, they're, they've got so golden they're going to get a natural boost because COVID is wearing off and the economy is going to get back on. They're going to say, oh, look, look what we did. Look what we've done for this economy. Wait till their policies take full effect. And I'm, I'm not hoping for it. I mean, I, I know Trump built something strong and it's part of the reason we're holding out so far. But you can't raise taxes. You can't print money. And, and, and you can't run a government where people are just rushing across the border and you're going to have cheap labor coming through um, and I, you know I, I want those, I, w I want to help those people, I am the person who wants to help, but it has to be done, for a nation to be a nation you have to have, know who your people are and you have to have borders you have to have rules and laws and order, and it's biblical. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say. And um, next podcast will be something good about God, but it needs to be said. Sometimes we just got to talk about this. We got to speak the truth into the marketplace of ideas. I hate that term, but it's one that everybody uses. Um, because if not, we just get fed this fodder from the godless left. And God is completely left out. And if you do that, there, there's only one uh, end to that. You're going to have man and, and you're going to fail and it's going to self-destruct. Man is not capable without God of governing himself. That's all I have to say, folks. I hope you have a good week. And uh, God bless y'all.